Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Robots Radio presents... to the cyberpunk lorecast where style is just as important as substance welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore news and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds i'm your host robots and logan hey i fixed it it's a fixed intro. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, everybody. We are here for a very special episode. I am your host, Tom Robots, and I'm with my co-host, Logan, Captain Logan. How you doing, buddy? How's things? I'm doing good. Great. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty, pretty darn well. Things have been pretty good. My world's, my world's okay. The world seems okay. Are you, are you playing? Are you talking about Cyberpunk World, Night City, or are you? Uh, Night City world? is a uh, horrifying, dark future uh, scape. Uh, my world, and otherwise, is, is a lot better than that. So I'm thankful that I don't necessarily live oh. in Night City, but I can visit it whenever I want, which is fun. And uh, we're going to be talking about that today because we have three of our patrons here this week. This is super exciting for us. Three of our patrons to chime in about their experiences in Night City. For Cyberpunk 2077, we have back Kather. Kather and uh, Kather is going to be announcing uh, our winner of our contest or his contest because he's giving away this statue. And we've had a screenshot contest for the last month. Kather, how are you doing, buddy? Fine. Tired, but fine. Tired, but fine. Well, cool, cool. You, you've picked a winner, I know. We're going to, you want to wait till the end and reveal yeah. it at the end? We can't, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that last. I really we'll, want to know. Yeah, it's it, he picked a good one yeah. too. I, I've I've seen the screenshot. It's it's uh, in fact, just to, oh, nice. just to say, we had a lot of people enter. There's a lot of awesome screenshots. You guys, some of you guys, have clearly taken some photo classes or at least know what you're doing because some of those are really badass looking screenshots. Oh, it was down to like three, uh, about three or four of them, and it was just really hard to pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm glad I didn't have to choose because sometimes, you know, being content creator, I'm the one who has to, has to choose this kind of stuff. Uh, and oftentimes I'll just let people vote on things because it's so hard to make the decision. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these, yeah. like there's uh, the one I picked. I'm like, I would have never thought I, I, I would never been able to pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. That's Some cool. Some on there were the patients to take the pictures. Set them up, make them look really good. Yeah. 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 Well, we also have two other guests this week. Duffo is joining us. Duffo, welcome. How are you? Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you I'm glad you decided to support the show. And I'm also glad that you are here joining us today. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to talk about Cyberpunk. Yep. Yep. Well, hey, that's how uh, Logan and I feel every week. So welcome. Welcome aboard. <laughs> and then we also have So Thanatosted <laughs> here as well. Thanatosted, what's up? How's it going? Hello. For simplicity's sake, you can call me Toast if it would be easier. We can just call you Toast. I know my username's a mouthful. Yes. What about Toasty? Toasty? Can we go with Toasty? That, that works too. I don't, you know, I haven't, hasn't been done before, but, you know. Can we call you everything. Toasty like in Mortal Kombat when the Toasty guy pops out on the side and goes, Toasty. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Maybe. of Australia. Do you guys know toast. that reference? I don't know. This is an old nope. reference. What was that, Mortal Kombat 2? Is that 2 or 1? Yeah. 2? 
No, that was two. It was two, and yeah, it happened in the arcade, the, and uh, then I believe some of the editions, uh, the home editions, do it too. Uh, but in Mortal Kombat 2 at the arcade, there was some combination of buttons that you ha- happened to hit while fighting or something, or you you got some sort of attack. I don't remember what triggered it, but every so often a little dude would come in from the side of the screen and go, Toasty! And then, like, leave. Yep. It was when you, when you... says it was Ed Boon. I don't know what that means. It was Ed Boon. Yeah. Well, there you go. He, he got I can't it. I remember why, though. I don't remember what triggered it, but it happened all the time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, this is not the Mortal Kombat lore cast, although that might be kind of a weird show to do. Maybe I'm not going to do it, but if you want to do one, I might listen to it. Um, but welcome. Welcome to the cyberpunk lore cast. Hey, let's dig into <laughs> let's dig into your experiences on cyberpunk. Does, uh, we didn't talk about who wants to go first this week. Would anybody like to start us off with stories about what they've done so far in the game and their their experiences and thoughts on it so far? Any of their new people? Duffy, Duffy, or Duffo, Duffo, Duffo. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and start? You go ahead. I'm going to call you Duffy, Duffy and Toasty Already. and and Kathy, and it'll just go from there. <laughs> Already works for me. Uh, All right, so, you know, uh, thanks for having me, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first started up Cyberpunk, um, when I first like walked onto the streets it was such a surreal experience mm-hmm. because it, like way back since the first reveal i've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this game to come out and then as soon as it came out i was like i'm just gonna walk around and drive and i'm just gonna go and experience night city and it was so weird the like the very first time driving around experiencing everything weird I like think, surreal like you're actually in that space after having thought about it for oh, a long yeah. time like that kind of weird yeah because it was almost like the world was a little bit better than i imagined mm. like those i i always imagined super tall skyscrapers flying cars all that but it was so much better than i imagined the colors were a lot more um bright than i figured i thought it would be more dark like Blade Runner esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not always but rainy. Yeah, it's not always dark out. They're like sunshiny yeah. days. Yeah. It was totally like um, very synth wavy. Yeah, like that. Nice. Like that style of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, Pretty so how much time did you spend? Just you just kind of stole a car, or just got in your car and just kind of drove around? Did you? Oh yeah, like I, of course. Of course, I, I walked up to a quadra, but of course, I couldn't get that right off the bat. Um, but um, I eventually settled for some like sedan and I just started driving around. And it was like, I don't know, probably like two full sessions of me playing, just driving around, like not even worrying about the story, just driving and experiencing everything. So what did you... Uh, this is really interesting because this is a very unique way to start the game, right? Like most of us kind of dove right yeah. in. We got really involved with the story right off the bat. Um, what memories do you have from doing this? What kinds of things did you notice or come across in the, in doing that without playing any of the story or leveling up or, you know, knowing any of the gangs yet? Any of that so, kind of stuff? Yeah, so, okay, usually when I play video games, I love taking screenshots. I love finding certain vistas. I love capturing moments, like, in, like, the story. Um, so, like, the very first thing I did, I went, I traveled around to, like, some major points of interest, like the city center. Um, I took a ton of screenshots there. I went out to the Badlands and just explored. Um, I just, I noticed that, um, of course, I noticed that 
like okay so i accidentally ran somebody over for example <laughs> of course, and of course right? the cops weren't chasing me that was the very first thing that i noticed i was like yeah all right um but then i realized just walking around you can see tons of different events happening like um the very first one that i experienced was there were two policemen walking up to like this ramen stand and was like um t- uh, like i just listened to that conversation between them two talking to the restaurant owner and just like seeing what was up and then i i don't know if i got a quest or something from that but i i i learned something from that i don't know what it was but i got something from that um and I did post something into the um cyber the cyberpunk lorecast channel on the discord. I was driving around um what's the uh what's the Spanish area called again? Um Haywood? No, the other one, I'm sorry. Santo Domingo? Yes. Uh yes, yeah, so it was Santo Domingo. I was parked at a stoplight. And I don't know what it was, but there was this flying like saucer shape and it it just hovered directly over the um the intersection that i was at and then it just zoomed away it just like like within the blink of an eye it was gone what what it it was it wasn't like a transport or anything it was like a no 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 it 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 was like the stereotypical 1950s 60s ufo saucer type deal that's really and weird i, I haven't heard was. i haven't heard anybody else talk about because sometimes uh developers will put something in a game that's something that only occurs every so often so for example uh running into bigfoot in red dead redemption oh, yeah. or something like that right um but yeah that's really interesting i hadn't, I hadn't heard anybody else talk about that that's mm. that's really cool it's it, it was so weird and it had it, it was almost like there was like a spotlight coming off of it like it was like searching for something i don't know what it was huh. but it was odd that is really really that's weird really cool. that's really really cool that's a that's a really neat first thing to experience i have a feeling you probably haven't come across that again yeah no way <laughs> no <laughs> so uh <laughs> so toasty what was your what was your beginning experience like we'll just call you toasty for now my beginning experience. Yeah, when you, when you first um, jumped in the game, what was because you know Duffo's driving around, checking everything out, taking pictures, finding UFOs. What what was your what path? What life path did you choose? How did you get into the game? Okay, so first life path I picked was Nomad. Um, uh, it, it, that's incredibly hard because I was like, I was like, I'm gonna play this game and I'm gonna play it on hard. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah, I haven't gotten very far on that. I decided to go back and finish the game on an easier difficulty. But um, <laughs> I was, for some reason, like, whenever I did it, I wanted, I, my experience, one of the first things I remember was just, like, when you first go to V's apartment mm-hmm. and just, like, interacting with stuff. I, I, like, actually spent, like, 10 minutes sitting on V's couch flicking through the channel because uh-huh. i wanted to like immerse myself in the world i was like i'm gonna do want do all of this and then you know there was a weird glitch where for some reason i went and looked in the mirror because i was like oh that's a mirror i can like see what i look like mm-hmm. but my clothes disappeared <laughs> right and and i was like oh no no no, no stop stop whoa, stop whoa. <laughs> this is not what i wanted <laughs> okay <laughs> i was just very surprised about it but it was just yeah, I just spent, like, I did that, 
I like turned on the radio and like listened to like what the radio had to say. I went and took a shower. I went and flushed the toilet. Like I just did every little thing you can do in V's apartment. Uh-huh. And, and that was like my first thing. And then just exploring that apartment building, just like walking around the halls, looking at the people. I think it was like the main thing is like looking how, how the people like looked and seeing like just the different designs of people and whatnot, which is like, I mean, the design, the people design is so cool. Like, honestly. Oh yeah. So yeah. What is the, uh, I want to, I want to open this. You got to, you got me thinking on a tangent here. Do you guys, what is the most memorable person that you've run into? Do you have any like memories of like, Oh, I ran into this guy or this woman or what, whoever. And you're just like, Holy crap. They were hilarious. I do. Or it's just badass. The, Malfunctioning, uh, Mr. Uh, st- uh, Steed, <laughs> the, Mr. Stud, Mr. Stud, oh. yeah. yeah, that's funny. You know, that's actually a voice actor who is big in the World of Warcraft community named Jesse Cox. Uh, he actually got that role, <laughs> it's the perfect role for his name. Oh, yeah, such an unfortunate name. Oh, yeah, well, Wait. that. I feel like I've heard that name before and I have never played World of Warcraft, so they must have done like a lot of other oh, things. Voice too. actors who do uh, stuff in games often do g- things for other games as well. Like yeah. there's a lot of crossover. He's, he's aspiring. He's, you know, this is this is one of like one of the couple other roles I think I've ever heard of him being able to get. But he's mostly been like a YouTube and uh, Twitch streamer. Um, but yeah, he's, he's been, he's been doing a lot of content for, uh, for, for world of Warcraft. But yeah, when I, when I found out that he was going to be in cyberpunk, I was wondering to see like what it was going to be. And when, (laughs) when it was the malfunctioning Mr. Steed, I could hear his voice and I was like, oh, that's good. That's perfect. (laughs) That works out so well. That's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's been in, uh, a few different games, not a ton. Uh, most, uh, awesome knots. He was Genji and awesome knots, not in overwatch. Uh, Heroes of New Earth. Remember that? That didn't work out. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, some other ones that you probably haven't heard of. Things like uh, Monster Prom, Love Esquire, Dark Knights with Poe in Monroe. Good, uh, good games. A TV show. Plays character. Anyway, Paladins. It's the Overwatch type game. Oh, yep. I love Paladins. Yeah. Um, so he's been in a few things. That's cool. Okay, who else? I don't, who I don't has- know about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask who else has a, a character that, or just somebody walking around the world that they rem- remember distinctly. Oh, I, I was going to say, uh, this wasn't exactly like a funny person or whatever, but just the vanishing monk. That was a very, or just the monks in general. Oh, yeah. But the, mainly the vanishing one, because it was just so strange of an experience. A I mean, it was a very one. peaceful experience. I don't, yeah. I don't know like that, that I played through that. It's the it's so it's like a small quest line, um, and like you you meet this like monk and he go he puts you in a brain dance and he like does one for like each element like fire earth water oh yes air. yes yes I and, do remember this now yeah yeah and yeah. you do you just do like that peaceful he just talks to you and it's just super peaceful and he always disappears uh-huh. and then at the end of the quest line he just vanishes and all that's left is his robes and you're just like what. What? It's super <laughs> fun. like Obi Wan Kenobi. I do remember that now. Go? Yeah. Yeah, that's so. funny. Yeah, Obi Wan. Uh, <laughs> he just poof. Maybe Darth Vader, Vader came by and you know they had a fight and he just it was time his time to go into the Force. Um, <laughs> I mean, it would make sense they had Darth Maul in the game already. Oh, Ray Park is in it. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no, oh. Oda, Oda with his red mantis blades. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. First Touché. thing I thought was Darth Maul. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good fight. Kather, do you have any that stand out? Any that you remember? Um, besides Mister uh, uh, Stud, no, no. <laughs> uh, Logan, you said you there was one that you you one specific oh, person random. Remember? Um, the, the random people that I, that you come across, uh, in, in the game, like as you're walking along the streets, like so many times I've been walking around in the world and I'm sitting there trying to figure out like, okay, the, the game has got some issues. I understand that. So, but it, like, is this person not supposed to be wearing clothes? Are they supposed to be wearing clothes, but uh-huh. they're just not loading in. So like the half naked people that I come across guys and girls that I'm just like, this is so weird. Like, are they, are they supposed to be like this? Is this cyberpunk? Is this is cyberpunk? Then this is cyberpunk. Otherwise I don't know. But yeah, Yeah, that is uh, just the the weird people you come across. Right. Um, so uh, no, uh, um, in, in chat, um, no mercy says, what about the dude that wears nothing but shorty shorts with Daisy Dukes and a gold chain? And yeah, I took a picture of him. It was one of the first guys that I came across and, uh, yeah, that dude, he's kind of a, kind of a bigger guy was kind of, I don't know, kind of got a big gut on him, but he's wearing like these shortest little jean shorts and he's got a big old gold chain and he walks around he's definitely in the game you might have seen him um but yeah i had to take a screenshot of that guy because i was like what is this this is amazing i i will have to say uh ozob is was a very memorable character to come across um both when when you first kind of have to deal with him uh in like the fighting scene but also just the uh the the random like mission that you that he has you do like that random mission you don't really understand what's going on and you, you don't want to ask too many questions because dude's got a grenade for a nose but you're just <laughs> you're just sitting there like are you just you, you want to go get some food okay cool uh where do you want to go here cool and then stuff just starts exploding and you're like uh uh okay <laughs> he's like that was really good thanks and you're like okay can i go now please don't blow up <laughs> so yeah and then to yep. get like uh to get the crafting spec for his nose as a grenade was like chef's kiss that was great i actually really love that nice. yeah that was kind of a terrifying experience the first time yeah. i dealt with those uh, because i didn't i didn't have i guess it sounds like you had the fight first and then that random mission no so, no it was the other okay. way around actually. okay yeah the, that's the way it was for me and so i just like I, you know you call this dude and he he's like come pick me up here and then someone just gets in your car and they yeah. just have a grenade for, for a nose <laughs> and you're like am i gonna die yeah. <laughs> like what what's gonna happen here and then he just has like clown hair and stuff too so he's like yeah. the merc clown instead of a red nose he has a grenade so <laughs> yeah it almost yeah, sounds it like some really sort of joker kind of come thing. across him <laughs> Yeah, well, it was, it's it's totally Bozo, like it's Bozo the Clown mm-hmm. um, that it's playing off of. But the the funny part of it is, is uh, so like when I went to go do the mission, I did the mission. And then later on, when I went to to finish up the fights and he was there, I was like, Bozo, he's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh, good. You fight? He's like, yeah, I fight. We're going to have fun, though, right? And I'm like, 
sure we're gonna have fun he's like cool let's let's fight and you know when you get done he's like all right cool you're we're good i just wanted to have some fun and you're like okay and then he's like hey by the way you want to learn how to craft my nose and i'm like uh sure okay we'll go with that go out this way i don't remember that part no, it was. It's just the implied because you loot the uh, you loot his crafting spec at some point, and it's just like it's. It would be a weird thing to how like what's the conversation that happens where where you're trying to figure out like why you can craft his nose now. I so mean, just, just that's like a dialogue option for him is just like after you get done fighting and you can tell him like you know that nose is gonna go off someday, right? And he's like, yeah, but you know, at least it'll go out with a bang or. You know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Gaither? It's what it should be. Uh, I, um, I'm sorry, but someone's called me real quick. I'm going to drop out for a sec. Oh, no problem. Join back when oh, you can. No. Join back when you can. Yeah, so, uh, so we've talked about weird characters we've come across. We've talked about the way you, your adventure started. Um, how far... Let's go back to... Uh, <laughs> I was going to call... I was going to call you the funny version of your name. But uh, Duffo. Duffy? <laughs> not, not Duffy. Um... Isn't Duffy, wasn't Duffy one of the Guns N' Roses, wasn't he the, the bass player for, anyway, um, Duffo, uh, how, have you, you've finished, you've finished the game, right? You've played through the whole game? You've gotten to the end? I'm going to be honest, I have not. No, you haven't? <laughs> so how far have you gotten? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, I know. That's totally, I mean, it, it sounds like from the way you started the game that you're just kind of soaking everything in, so it totally makes sense. Oh yeah, I'm trying yeah. to do all the side missions first, so. Okay, so how, how far did you get to like the uh don't go further than this in the main mission or have you just kind of avoided the main missions altogether i have okay so i've gone up to where i've met pan am mm-hmm. and that's about it okay Dang. okay you got a, you got yeah. a good road ahead of you yeah good, i know i have road. a long way to go there's a lot of good stuff yeah for that point mm. i'm excited though i'm really excited i've just been spending too much time just like walking around have you avoided our spoilers and other people's spoilers no, no um i i haven't really cared about spoilers too much mm-hmm. so i don't really care if you guys really talk about it but um i'm just excited to see which ending i get i guess yeah yeah okay so well, the good news is you get to pick it so you, oh, yeah, exactly yeah regardless of what what way you go you'll you'll have a good time because you get to choose yeah and it sounds like you're doing the uh like doing everything so you're gonna have the options yeah you'll have so. yeah every option uh, yeah, I took your advice. I'm just going to get everything done. And then once that's the only thing left, then I'm going to pop in there. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. So <laughs> since you've been going through all this side content, you've been doing a lot of the, a lot of the, um, you know, little side quests, a lot of the stuff for the gangs, a lot of the stuff for the different, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whoever. Uh, what's some of your favorite stuff so far? Like, what have you really, Ooh, what are you really okay. enjoying about it? So... This is just a really specific example, but I was driving around. I think it was Santo Domingo as well. Um, I was driving around and then I spotted this house and there were two cop cars sitting in the driveway. And I walked up and there was a dead. No, so uh, there were two dead policemen. And then I had the ability to take their weapons and their jackets and stuff that they were using. And I just kind of walked around seeing what. I could um, like see if I could piece together what happened, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those moments where you walk up and it was like something did happen here. The world is alive. See if you can piece it together. Right. Yeah. Like uh, um, Bethesda mm-hmm. does that a lot. A lot I of storytelling by the environment. Oh, yeah. yeah. So did you figure out what was going oh, on? I love Bethesda. 
Ah, no. <laughs> I am no Sherlock Holmes, but um, I did sort of like to think that I was. Uh-huh. Um, and then, oh, um, another thing that I really loved was doing the Delamain quests sort of at the beginning, driving around and seeing all of uh, Delamain's split personalities, um, like the suicidal one, the uh-huh. one that was like... Um, uh, <laughs> The one that's depressed. Creatures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the ones with the flamingo. Uh-huh. That one was so funny. That was a good one. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys yeah. about that. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know, I because I haven't talked to anyone else about the Delamain quests and being that there are a bunch of cars and they're all, each one is so very different. I expected after I did the first one that it was going to be very similar. All the rest of them are going to be kind yeah. of, you know, cut and paste because a lot of times in open world games, that's what they'll do. Like, oh, go get this car back. Okay, now you got to do the same thing like 10 times and then eventually get all the cars back and you finish the quest. But after this, when I got to the second one, it was like, oh, that was very different than I expected. And then, of course, they all got more interesting or different from there. Um, did you particularly, it seems like you enjoyed them a lot. Did did everybody enjoy these? Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That was like one of the first quests I did. And that was just... That was hilarious to me. I like just seeing all these split personalities. I thought it was great. I thought it was cool how it started out when you got to go into the factory. You got to go in the building with the like the company Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Because I didn't expect that. Because you get through some of the early quest lines and in the intro section of the game, you get in in a Delamain car and the guy talks to you or the AI talks to you, and then realizing that like that's the head of the CEO of the company and there's more going on with this. I was like, oh, wow. Totally didn't expect that. Um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, the the funny thing was, is I, I'm curious to know, like, how you guys, uh, how you guys read, or it, have you guys reached the end of it? I don't want to, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious how, how you guys ended up uh, dealing with the situation at the end of that quest line. Why don't we, why don't we highlight this just for anybody who doesn't want to know spoilers. You might want to skip ahead yeah. five minutes or 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, actually I haven't, I haven't finished that yet. That's one of the ones I haven't finished. Oh, you haven't. I haven't. Do we want to hold off so, on that? I, I'm not too worried about spoilers, want to ruin it. but, uh, but there's good options, but there's All good right. options. Well, why don't we hold off on that? Why don't we hold off on it? No, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll okay. get to play through it. Um, all right, so uh, that so you haven't finished it. You've kind of been doing all the side stuff. Are there certain yeah. gangs that you enjoy killing more? I mean, most of our gangs, most of the gang stuff you do is like killing them and taking them out. You know, like that's really most of what happens. Um, you have a, How do you feel about the gangs in the game? Oh, I hate Maelstrom. I hate Maelstrom so much. I'm sorry, but. I That's okay. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about them. It's like they're trying to push this religion about, oh yeah, you got to be like cybernetic to live and to like go on. I, I don't know how I feel about it. They're they're pushing their immortality. They 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 definitely believe that their that their real power lies with They think that they're above everybody else just because they're chromed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They, don't, they de- well, I think don't uh, each of the gangs of kind of justify, I mean, I, I guess you could even say each of the groups kind of justify their superiority through some means. Like the yeah. corpos are going to say, well, we're corpos and you guys are a bunch of scum. And so therefore we're better. You know, uh, the, uh, the voodoo boy is going to be like, you know, the, the real reality is on the, you know, on the net and being able to like tap into information 
what the hell do you know in your meat suit? You know, like, um, I, I think the, the voodoo boys are probably the most, the, at least in my opinion, not to cut you off. I'm sorry, but I, I would have to agree with you that they are probably the, the most pretentious group just because they, they feel like they're, they have their own area and they do their own things and everything that they do is outside the, the norm of what all the, the other night city kind of like people beneath them do. So it's like they're, yeah. they're working on the real problems kind of thing. Right. But right. I, I can definitely see, see where all of them do it. Yeah. I think, but, I think sorry, there are ahead. justifications for each, you know, like, uh, whatever. And we can go through all of them, but I, I think that in some way, each of them is going to say, Everyone else sucks and we're cool because of this reason, right? It's just Maelstrom just happens to be like complete douchebags about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think my favorite is probably the Valentinos. Yeah. Just because I like their style. Yeah, they've got a um, lot of style. I I'm I play the game like I don't care about armor or like perks or like whatever. I'm doing it for style, style over substance, cyberpunk's motto. Um I just like it. I feel like I like playing that like so much more than worrying about like pen maxing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Toasty, what do you yeah. think? What are your thoughts on the gangs? On the gangs? Well, I'm sorry, Duffo, but I have to completely disagree. I think Maelstrom oh. is great. Um, oh, <laughs> obviously, there's still a bunch of dudes, <laughs> but. They're absolutely hilarious whenever you deal with them. Because, you know, the beginning part's not the only time you deal with them. You deal with them later on. Um But I just think it I just think that they're they're just really funny, especially Dum Dum. And I know I know Captain Logan's a fan of Dum Dum. Dum Dum's pretty good, um, Dum Dum. Dum Dum's awesome. He's just hilarious. I just think that they're hilarious. And honestly, like yeah, they're all going to go crazy at some point with cyberpsychosis, but like it's fine. You know, you don't have to get be you don't have to be a part of that. You just can watch from the sidelines and enjoy what it is. And oh, sorry. Good. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, finish. No. Well, I was going to move on to a different gig. So if you want to go on the Maelstrom, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I'll I okay. I've, I've got some thoughts that I want to share afterwards, but yeah, go ahead and finish, please. Um and then for my thing and I, yeah i i do like the valentino style i think they're cool whatever but i actually like don't like them as a gang i think that they're really i think that they do a lot of bad things and justify those bad things with being like devout like being like kind of the religious gang because mm -hmm. it's like like anytime uh what's his padre or whatever he gives you that yeah. he gives you a, a mission or something and you're going to do something incredibly bad <laughs> right but he, but he gives you like a bible verse uh-huh like at the beginning or end of the quest and it's like you know you're a really bad dude <laughs> regardless of uh -huh. what you how you like worship or whatnot yeah well it's <laughs> like, it's very similar to uh i don't know things the catholic church has done historically and, and you know or or the mafia you know like it's, yeah. uh, it's kind of based on reality yeah i see the valentinos as like the mafia they're very similar i think like they're they're super religious but they're still also uh, going out and like breaking people's kneecaps because they plucked at them funny. Yeah, they're like, like the, that sort of thing. the Hispanic mafia. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do like their style. Yeah. They do have like 
like that gold car with really the, the Virgin Mary on it. And like, that is, that is my car. Once I got that, I was like, I don't need to buy any other cars. This is it. This is oh. <laughs> fun fact about that car, actually. Cause that's the car you get from that dude in the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the game registers him as giving you the car, regardless of the situation. Oh, because I decided to let him keep his car and the money. Uh I was being super charitable. Like I I liked the car, but I was like, you know, this is like his pride and joy. Yeah. It makes him really bummed to hang on. Right. Right. And I was like, I was like, you know what? You keep it. I got like 400 K on my person right now. I really don't need either of these things. I got the Caliburn. I really don't need your car. Um, so I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead, keep it. But later on, during the final fight part, you can go talk to the different people you fought. And he tells you, or he asks you how that car's working for you. And I was hmm, like, but I didn't take the car. You I have wonder, the car. Yeah, I wonder you if that's should a... know how your car is working. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's a bug just on the dialogue option that it just doesn't trigger the other option or something. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amaranth. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Maybe Possibly. they just assume everyone's going to take the car. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good assumption, to be fair. I'm probably it's the only cool person car. that didn't. <laughs> this is a gold-plated it's car. It's a nice yeah. car. It's a very nice car. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. So I I wanted to I wanted to to add I was I was thinking about it and if it, like as playing as um playing my second my nomad right now I'm uh playing her as style over substance and totally just going with whatever looks cool I'm gonna go with that and I have I have more clothes on me than I do <laughs> ammo or guns so I've, I've just been focusing on on how I look as I run around and do stuff and I I have to agree like the gangs there's definitely an aesthetic to some of the gangs like I've I've been leaning more towards um kind of 80s style uh mocks with her as opposed to like valentino but uh some of the valentino clothes that i've that i came across when i was playing on my first character were so good looking like just like chrome plated cowboy boots uh with really really nice like doublets and and it's like i can totally see why you go for valentinos and i they're the closest thing to the to the like like the italian mafia that um that i can really see with with the other gangs so for me maelstrom is always going to be like my favorite just because they're they're literally the the heavy metal of, of all the gangs and that's just kind of what i've always been for but uh valentinos are definitely definitely next to there partly because of jackie and like the familiarity with how they take care of jackie uh you know when he's around the the one thing that i wanted to ask you guys is um how do you feel about the other gangs out there? Because no one's mentioned Tiger Claws much. No one's really mentioned uh, Sixth Street uh, or, or like uh, the Wraiths or, or the Nomads. Um, 
are are the other like are the other games just not as fleshed out story-wise for you to to feel like a connection the way you do uh either against or for the the kind of more prevalent ones with like maelstrom and and uh valentinos i also really like the voodoo boys um when i first heard of cyberpunk i thought that i was going to go around this character like no cybernet like no cybernetics no cyber enhancements no nothing because like i wanted to see what it would be like to be a fleshy um <laughs> fleshy and <laughs> yeah oh, i thought so like i loved learning more about the voodoo boys um and seeing like what they would get up to and i wish i could play the game like that but it just seems too hard without cybernetics and you can't really get past certain points without getting cybernetics like at the very beginning you are already getting like a new eyeball so that's true yeah. that's true they, they kind of force it on you mm-hmm. although I, I will say um funny enough i on my nomad um I wanted to test this out because you know how you go up to Victor and Victor's like, so how are you going to pay for this? And you're like, uh, Dexter Deshaun? And, and he's like, of course. All right, fine. I didn't. Uh, I actually ran out and started working on a lot of the the uh, kind of side missions and kind of police activity, things like that. I actually earned up the 20K. And by the time I actually went to Victor to get my um, uh, Kiroshi optics, I paid him outright to see just like what would that do nothing doesn't matter <laughs> but <laughs> it was it was really it, that was kind of depressing but it was really interesting because um i technically i don't know that you necessarily had to have gone to him um i wish i had kind of committed to what i was doing and just avoided him altogether the trouble is is that you don't get the opportunity to see like your ammo or your gun sights things like that so playing was a lot more difficult huh. if you went like a like a cybernetic route you might be able to get away with that or like a, a punching route like a, a body route with assault but yeah you don't technically have to go visit him until you want mm-hmm. to yeah. which was really weird can you can continue the main story without visiting him at all, or do you have to vi- eventually see him? I wish I had tested that. Actually. I think you have to see him because it's part yeah. of because you have to go downstairs to talk with him in order to have Jackie talk to you later about starting the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that is you a have to core quest. It. Yeah. yeah, I think the I think the uh, cybernetics you get from him are part of like the kit you're supposed to need to start the heist at some point. Like I think that's Dexter Deshaun like prepping you with some rudimentary stuff. Some basic you know? gear. Yeah, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, so um, Kather was Kather was out of the conversation for a little while. Kather, we've been talking about gangs and some of their some of our favorite gangs, some of the gangs that we enjoyed dealing with or liked a lot. Do you have any what are your thoughts on gangs um i haven't actually seen a lot of the tiger claws like except for when they're like the police reports or like like or the i feel like random. i killed a lot of them yeah that's why i feel like i feel like i killed a lot of them I haven't really talked to them except for when i'm talking to uh oh what's her name the one that Makako. runs but put your pachinko M- store Makako? Yeah, Makako. That's the only one. That, uh, unless it's with her, I don't really interact with the Tiger Claws. The one I've interacted the most with right now is Moxie or uh, Maelstrom. Wakako. Yeah. 
So uh, we haven't talked about the mocks. The mocks. Yeah. What, what do you think about the mocks? I just love the way they look. <laughs> Thumbs so just up. The, the, just the blue and uh, neon pink is what I call it. Yeah, I just love it. And then the spikes. I wish I could, like you could dress like that. Just have full, but like the, I know you guys talked about the mod last time, like with the two metal arms with yeah. the spikes on it. Yeah. Wear like a spiked vest. Well, the, yeah, they've got kind yeah. of a punk rock chick aesthetic. Yeah, and like in the plastic, like the plastic looking skin. Yeah, I'd love to just dress like that, and then maybe have like a uh, like spiked mohawk, so you can just go out full punk. So cyberpunk, just come out full punk. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else have thoughts on the mocks? I like the mocks. I like what they stand for. Just like yeah. equality for women, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fairly uh, simple, like- and they seem less. Uh, I don't know, crazy than a lot of the other games. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more sane. Yeah, I mean, re- representing the Judy fan club over here, I just really appreciate <laughs> them because Judy, like, like, because you, I don't, because you don't really interact with them all too, like the mocks themselves all too much. Mm-hmm. Like you, like, have to go to the bar a couple of times, but like that's literally the only part. Like you don't see them really roaming around or anything, so it's like you don't really get to talk to them a whole lot. But you kind of get to understand like how the mox is and what the mox stands for through Judy's, like, yeah, quests, right? Because you like, because she she represents what the mox is as well. She just doesn't, you know, she doesn't rock the outfit, but that's yeah. fine because she's like pro. Uh, what are the virtue editor thing or whatever? Yeah, the brain dances. Called. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and she well, tries to do like a, a mox. Uh, uprising a second time too yeah but i do yeah, like they're cool i do think they're really cool they have a cool aesthetic i think she's kind of moved away from that aspect of her life like she she used to be kind of deep in it you know when she was hanging out with evelyn and stuff um there was a, a part of her life where she probably would have looked a lot more like a mox but i i definitely feel like at at this point in her life she's found a different career path that's a lot safer for her and a lot a lot more sane for her so i i feel like that's kind of where she's kind of moved on to but i'm sure if you go back to like 2077 or yeah 2070 you'd probably find her like over at clouds or something like looking much more like a a typical um doll kind of thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what what makes her so appealing to you oh is it just is um, it just like oh she's she's an attractive girl is it like she's got a really cool personality she seems she seems very vulnerable I, she's dealing with a I lot of like heavy issues like there's a lot of that kind of thing going on she's also very smart yeah, and very I, capable in her own ways yeah i i i think it's just kind of like um i mean one of the first interact like the first interaction you get with her is just kind of like my first thought in my mind was like cute like I thought, right. like, yeah. like not appearance wise or anything, just the way she was acting whenever you show up, because she's just kind of like back there, like messing around, um, and like you, like Evelyn has to kind of like, like kind of like snap at her a little bit to get her attention. Right, she's, uh, she's like, like whatever, I don't oh, care, okay. I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. But then, like, you go from that, and then like to the moment of you know, oh, I gotta call T Bug. And she's like, excuse me? Like, she just, like, stands up and, like, uh-huh. a fiery personality comes out. 
So I think that there's a lot of like dimension to her, and then you go through this entire like the entire like quest line of it, and you get to, I mean, you get to experience. I think, I think that's one of the biggest things is like the experience that you get out of like doing the quest line, especially come like the last part of it, where like you literally get to like like you go on the scuba trip swimming under the water. To, so, like her home spoilers town, the just place in case spoilers just in case. sorry spoilers, <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. um but you're like you get to you get to like experience her hometown like look at it see where she grew up but then you also get to hear the memories and the thoughts that she has during it and that was like the that was the biggest thing for me is that like it's like you're you're not even you're connecting more on like an emotional level because you're literally plugged into her brain for that part mm-hmm. to like experience her emotions and her memories. And, and that, that was the part that really got me like that, that, that part of the quest line, just, I don't know, just experiencing that. Yeah. That's, yeah, she also finds out that you're not really healthy too. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. you open up to her. That technology is uh, would be both amazing and scary at the same time, because for as as close as you can be to another human being, you know, whether it's your parents, your children, your your significant other, uh, your best friend, you can only ever really explain your own perspectives and share what you feel through your words, right? And through, you know, shared experiences. But you never really get inside somebody else's head. Like that's not something we're able to do yet. Would would you guys would that be something you would cherish or would you feel like uh that's that's still that's too much. I either I either don't want to invade somebody else's privacy on that level. I don't know if I could do, deal with it or I don't want somebody else in my head on that level. What do you think? Or would that be a great opportunity? I have to deal with enough voices. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, well, no, that's that's fine. I deal with enough voices in my head. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't. I, I feel like I would. I feel like I would let somebody in my head, but I would be. I would make sure if I was if if I was going to go into somebody else's head, I would make sure to like just. Hey, like, are you sure that you're okay with it? Are you sure? Like, when oh, I yeah. That, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that is that is like the ultimate, uh, you know, I don't know, last wall of privacy, it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think in the this and this is kind of like a point where I like related to Judy because like she can't really express herself the way that she wants. Like, like there's even. Mm-hmm like a voicemail part at the end where she straight up tells you like, you know, I'm really bad at like expressing myself. So I have to send you this voicemail in order to do so rather than telling you in person. Yeah. So it's like, and and I, I kind of have that, like I find it difficult for me to like express myself in that same way. Mm -hmm. So I think like, I don't think I could do it all the time. Like have let someone have access, but I think in order to like, maybe for someone like really special like maybe my wife like like giving her a chance to see like specific things because i don't like here's yeah here's my experience of when i first met you yeah boom like you give her that like 10 minute section of your memory just like here experience what it was like the first time i saw you across a room it's really cool i want you to i want you to feel this yeah and you 
and in situations like that like you sometimes you just can't put it into words like there's some things that like humans experience like emotionally that you can't relate in words oh yeah so it's hard to like yeah. tell someone how they make you feel because the words just aren't enough for it right and i think that that would be a like a cool situation and like i said i wouldn't do it permanently but like maybe give you that like small little glimpse into like to see truly this is the way i feel about something yeah so that you fully understand that kind of thing yeah i, I guess if you could put like uh walls around it you know and be like yeah. let me record this memory okay let me let me go back and re-experience that memory okay do i feel okay sharing this you know like here you go plug that into your brain here's a little five minute snippet of what it was like to be me in this moment um but you're right uh, human human emotions and feelings are very complex we we often have contradictory feelings at the same time and you know the uh, it's it's like a flavor profile and a really fancy food where you have multiple things happening at the same time and it's hard to parse that into words that's why we have things like poetry you know uh, and music is because it's hard to express things like that oftentimes we don't even have the words for it um so i, I think that's just one of those really interesting things that i i think about when i think about the technology in this world is that that level of connecting into somebody's mind is is pretty phenomenal um now we're, we're getting close to the end of the episode logan did you want to share something if if you guys are interested in that i did want to to toss this out there because it's um it's, it's relevant but if you guys uh haven't i would recommend reading uh ready player two um especially if you enjoyed ready player one the the story in that and it's not it's not too much of a spoiler but what we're talking about is definitely a mainline uh point of of like what's going on in that in that that book uh like if, if you're if you're trying to debate on whether or not you would want people to experience what you experience and you want to see like what one of the potential outcomes of that kind of a situation would look like based from one author's perspective uh ready player two actually uh approaches that very topic very interestingly so it's it's good it's it's tough because I, I i i have the audiobook i just haven't had a chance to listen to it yet uh, and i, I from personally i didn't like it as much as i liked the first one but that's but that's my personal opinion i feel like I, that's I would, the general i would like to have i feel like that's the general feeling about it is that people are like it's not as good as the first one but it still might be worth checking out yeah it was it was worth listening to it was worth checking out um yeah, i'm glad that i did listen to it it was it was nice to get something different from ernest klein uh but i feel like his strongest material was definitely in ready player one even even armada wasn't quite as strong as i i had hoped it would be given the nature of of how good ready player one was for me hmm. interesting yeah, go check it out yeah go check it out so uh to before we wrap this up there's there's two last things i wanted to make sure we have time to ask one is keanu reeves johnny silverhand what were your thoughts on that character and Keanu Reeves performance as that character? You guys have any thoughts on that? Kather? Like how you guys talking, talking about him last week about how, like I, I, I didn't get to watch the live stream. I listened to the podcast, mm -hmm. but how, um, if they didn't go with like Keanu as like the, I, I don't think you could have had Keanu's voice with a, a different body. Every time you'd, you'd hear that voice, you'd just think that's Keanu Reeves. I, I think if they had gone with, 
some of the other art and stuff, they had would would have to pick another uh, voice actor. Hmm. Interesting. And I I I can't really uh, get uh, I can't think of anyone because of Keanu. I've just now assumed kind of with uh, Johnny. I, I just can't think of anyone that'd be a good Johnny. It's hard once you have somebody who does it well to then try to replace yeah. them, yeah. right? Right. Do you guys feel the same way, Duffo? Toasted? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I definitely think Keanu his um his physical appearance definitely fits johnny silverhand very well um but like you said in a couple of uh episodes ago um Mm -hmm. his the way he talks is very different than other people it's almost like he's i don't know how to explain it the only way that i can explain it is like awkward sort of um yes there's a cadence uh if you if you go back far enough to a young Keanu, he's very California, but then you could tell that he's mm-hmm. he probably tried to Bruh. tried to get away from that, and kept some of the cadence, but changed the way that he pronounced things. So he's got this like strange, very unique way of speaking. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Keanu, I mean, yeah, I mean he killed it, and I think we all expected that. Like he, I mean. He just does a great job regardless. But as far as like the character of Johnny Silverhand, I honestly speaking, like getting to the end part, spoilers. Um <laughs> spoiler time again. Yeah. I, uh, I it's something about it like he he gives this very like this like kind of facade for a lot of the game of you know like tough rocker boy or whatever but when when you actually get to the parts of like your relationship where it gets to like the more like deep parts of it like like he's he's really a like a genuine authentic character and like i think that in, in, a, in a way and obviously you don't have a choice about it but v did not deserve to have johnny silverhand in his or her mind because like he i mean he's there like at every part and even it it, even at the the end part where you're like if you decide like just for the good ending for example because that's what i went with if you decide like you know i i want the body like i'm not ready to die yet he tells you like and he's telling you like you know we go with the original plan like you keep the body i go with alt and he's there next to the well and like he'll put you know he puts his hand on your shoulder as you're going down and just that you know never stop fighting like just that part it's like like that that gave me chills and then on the reverse end of it when i did the arasaka ending like it was he was very betrayed like he seemed like he was very betrayed that you decided to go this route even so much as to and i don't know if anybody tested this i just accidentally like came across it but he's like sitting on the well or sitting somewhere and he's looking away from you and i think i moved to where i like went into his line of sight and he turns his head in the other direction oh and so I went back to the away other from you? side. Yeah. 
Yes, he refuses to look at you because he's so betrayed by what you've done. Interesting. And I was just like, wow. Like, they even went to just the smallest little detail like that to, like, show, like, you know, you hurt him and he feels betrayed. And now, like, he'll never forgive you. He won't even look at you. He can't bring himself to do it. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, even that chills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Um, yeah, those are some those are some interesting perspectives on him. Um, I think that I, I think that they did a, a good job, like a really good job with this character and uh, the different ways that things can go in the end. So I, I think this will be something that we we come back to regularly as as we get new stuff in the game. And, and that's a good transition to the last question I want to ask you. If there's one thing that you're looking forward to with either updates to the current game, uh, DLC content, uh, mods stuff the community is going to do like what what are you looking forward to the most anybody have any thoughts on that feel free to raise your hand if you're ready to go and i will call, I'll call on you yeah defo i can't wait for multiplayer um i have some friends that um they love like they love like gta style games they love like theater scrolls online and if those two could mix together they would they would absolutely love this game they don't really like single player games as much mm -hmm. so i cannot wait for this game to get actual multiplayer support, like free roam or like take them on like a tour, get, get them in your car and take them drive yeah. drive around the city and be like, this is this and place, I, and this is when this thing happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I know this city better than my like my own hometown now. Like I tow it by the back of my hand. I can take them anywhere that they want to go. I think that'd be so fun. But yeah, just as long as uh, your outfit does not affect your stats at all. I just want exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can no, I agree. full rocker. I agree. Well, like in uh, Fallout mm -hmm. 76, you, you can wear all the armor, but then you can also put on a costume, right? And the armor and the costume can mm -hmm. be yeah. separate things. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. Anyone else? Toasted? Gaither? Gaither? Um, I'm looking to I I, I, I want to see what other kind of characters they're going to add with the DLC or where they're going to go with the characters you already have because we're either going to get more backstory to some of the characters mm -hmm. or we're going to get new characters and I just would love to see what what kind of they're going to add in because I love all the side characters because they have so much depth and stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. You could take almost any of the other characters that are introduced in the game and build an entire side section of story about them. Um, I would like to learn more about Dum Dum. You have a Dum Dum's adventure. <laughs> what if you like the adventures of Dum Dum? What if you get to build a character like that joins <laughs> the Maelstrom gang? Okay. and you have to go out on missions with Dum Dum. Oh my god! Yes. So there was this DLC for Borderlands Three where you go inside the mind of a psycho. Yeah, I I I want a DLC where you like you just dive straight into Dum Dum. I just want to see what his mind is like, what his world is like. <laughs> Dum Dum's dumb adventures. That should, it should be called that. CD Project Red, we have all the best Gosh. ideas here. Just call us. We got ideas. <laughs> I just really want to know like what his what his conversations with his friends was like when Royce took over. He's like, well, Brick was going to put me next in line, but then Royce came into the situation and I don't think I'm going to get that promotion now. I think I'm going to be stuck <laughs> his door rat. So I have to deal with this now or something like that. You know, I really, Rice, I would Rice love is, to see Rice is a his dupe. everyday thing. I think I'll, I think I'll be able to have to shoot him, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> like, he's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Dumb, uh, dumb. All right. Toasted. What do you think? <laughs> um, you know, it's just like, I think I'm just looking forward to like what, like 
the story that like any DLC will bring. Cause I mean, the story was phenomenal in my opinion. Like it, it like everything about it and just like the wholesome moments and everything. And that's what I, it's kind of what I live for is like the wholesome stuff, the stuff uh, that gives me chills or can make me emotional. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, like that's the stuff that I look forward to. And you know, they did a really good job of that part in my opinion like even down to the word choice on some situations mm-hmm. like for the endings where they just like the few endings where they have you know your last action breathe free and it mm-hmm. was like wow that had so much depth in just those words to like like you experience it and it's just like yeah that's the stuff that I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. CD Projekt Red, they, you can tell based on their pedigree, right? Uh, the Witcher 3 that, and then now Cyberpunk, that the writing is, is their strong suit. That is the place where they know they have their strengths. And if they double down on that, then they're going to make those of us who are into the games for the writing and the stories very happy. Like, that's great. Um, I hope, like with this multiplayer potential for the game and those kinds of things that they can continue that, that they don't sacrifice any of that, but they also can up some of their, you know, programming chops. And they had such a good start with the world with creating a world that feels lived in and interesting that they can continue building that part of it out as well. Right. Being able to wear whatever clothes you want, uh, jumping into the middle of a conversation, um, emergent things that happen in the world, police that actually chase you, you know, like all of these kinds of things that would make the world feel more fleshed out, especially once we move into like a multiplayer version of whatever this is going to become. You kind of need that stuff in order to be able to do all of this with your friends. So hopefully, hopefully that's what we get. Logan, do you have any last thoughts about future things that you want? I do. Yeah. I mean, obviously transmog and, um, better reworks for like crafting things like that things that we've talked about in the past but realistically i want the next couple dlc packs to really flesh out the rest of the zones uh i want more interactions with the voodoo boys i want actual uh discussions with like sixth street and the animals like i want them to really flesh out what the point of the other gangs is because uh at the moment it, it feels like it's kind of lopsided it feels like you get a lot more from maelstrom and uh, valentino's uh the mox and tiger claw a lot of the stories revolving around arasaka and stuff like that you know some of the other uh, some of the other gangs just aren't as tied to the main plot of this of the game as they could be. So I want that. Um, but I, I more than anything, I just want them to be able to let me know what's behind all those locked doors. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <That's, laughs> yeah, that's it. I think a lot of it is nothing yeah. so far, uh, but who knows? Uh, they have a lot of locations they could be building out stuff. So I think that's part that's of true. There's part of the plan. Of space. Yeah, I think that was part of the plan was to create a a map that was uh, big enough and able to be used for whatever they happen to come up with next. Um, hmm. I don't know. We're just gonna have to see, guys. Thank you for joining me. This has been super fun. I hope you guys have had a good time uh, joining us. And uh, before we head out, we're going to announce our winner, Kather. Kather's gonna announce the winner of the screenshot contest. We need like a drum roll here going on. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to thank everyone that did uh, submit and stuff. All the photos were really, really great uh, and Here, stuff. I'm going to uh, take a picture. The, I'm going to take a uh, an image of this and put it up on the stream so people can see it. 
uh well but so the just, winner yeah the, the winning image um well so go ahead and, and yeah. say your thank yous and then uh, i'll pull uh, it up here the winning image is uh i i picked a bullet uh proof and stuff uh it's uh image of looks like v kind of doing like a, a backflip slash cartwheel like one handstand over it looks like a, i don't know exactly what vehicle it is but it looks like a mox motorcycle yeah it's one of the is. arch motorcycles here it is up on screen right here yeah, she's doing like a backflip with one hand off the back of this pink and blue arch motorcycle. Yeah, that's pretty cool. While shooting her gun. Uh, and and there's a cool filter over it, so everything looks kind of uh, washed out. Um, yeah, there's no HUD in it and stuff. There's so. no HUD. Yeah, very, very cool. So, and who was that? Who was the, the person who did that one? Uh, bulletproof. bulletproof bulletproof congratulations Bullet dash proof bullet dash proof um so um I'll, I'll message them and get their address and then ship it to them awesome well congratulations that's that's really cool and thank yeah. you everybody who submitted your your screenshots we got all sorts of cool stuff showing up and that channel is not going to go away so as you guys take more screenshots if you have really fun stuff you want to share with the rest of us in the community uh please do so because i you know i don't always comment uh when they pop up but i do enjoy taking a look when they do so uh please please make sure to do that and if you aren't on our discord jump on the robots radio discord there's all sorts of fun stuff on there and especially cyberpunk things and you know what who knows in the next two years if we get the multiplayer launch it might be a really good place to find other people to uh play the game with so uh well yeah we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one guys um it's time to wrap it up why don't we go back through everybody and you can share either things that you're doing that you want to talk about if you want to just kind of call something out or if you just want to let people know how to get a hold of you even if it's just to say hi on the discord you're welcome to do that k3 let's start with you um you can get a hold of me uh on discord and stuff um just k on here i think it's just k um i'm not having anything going on right now uh, um that's about it actually all right cool and Until uh, multiplayer comes out, then you can get find me on PlayStation. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Duffo? Uh, you can reach me on Discord uh, at Duffo uh, in the server. Um, I'm not really doing anything too important right now. I'm going to be starting up a YouTube channel soon, and I might oh, cool. post that into the Discord if I do start one. What's it going to uh, be about? So, okay. Uh, it's I'm probably going to be uploading um, some f- funny gaming stuff with my friends or some short films that I've done over the years and some future ones. Um, we'll cool. see what I'm going to do, but uh, it'll definitely be on there soon. Cool, man. Well, good luck with that. I, I spend a lot of time uh, learning about marketing podcasts and videos and things like cool. that. So if you, if you have any questions, uh, I'll be happy to help you. I'll be free to reach out with some, you know, philosophy around building a successful YouTube channel. Um, all right. Uh, toasty. Can I call you toasty still? <laughs> it's cracking up. Fine. <laughs> 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 um so i mean I, it's not toasty it's actually <laughs> so toasted on the discord um and i have like a twitter and nothing else because i don't need i don't want anything else um hey fair enough <laughs> and then i i also uh, I haven't done it in a while, but I'm hoping to like get the time to start doing it again uh, to be streaming on Twitch. Um, at so underscore Thanatosted. Um, I have streamed some Cyberpunk. I kind of want to stream like playing all the Fallout games. Yeah, that might be one of the things I want to do. Yeah. So uh, 
but I'll probably stream more Cyberpunk if you know Streamlabs doesn't crash my game over and over. <laughs> yeah, I've had the same issue. Um, they don't; the two don't get along very well. Uh, I think it's par- partly because Cyberpunk's such a, a, I don't know, a hog, a resource hog. That's part of it. I'll figure it out. It's worth streaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. Good luck. All right, Logan, what do you have going on? Uh, I'm actually doing the first uh, community podcast for Keelhalt. Um, seasons, nice. our, our battle pass system just went live on CFEs. So everyone's out there grinding through uh, the, the first season that we've ever had. And uh, that's been really fun. But yeah, I've, I've been, I grabbed my Patreons and uh, had them jump onto a call uh, kind of similar to this. We didn't do video just because everyone's, uh, you know, I usually do audio. I don't really put it up anywhere. But sure. um, yeah, uh, my my favorite people in the world uh, for CFEs are, are all joining me on that episode Dude, that's awesome next yeah next week i'll be kind of back to normal so should be good but yeah it's still having a blast with that game that game is surprisingly like a really good considering most people don't don't really follow it too much yeah it's it's a really good game i wish i had more time to play more games um trying to keep up with the games <laughs> that i currently have and all the shows i do and everything else it's kind of <laughs> kind of enough of my time as it is but if I did have some extra time, I'd, I'd definitely jump in. Um, but you never know. Sometimes I'll get the itch. I know at some point I'll be like, oh, I'll get the Microsoft Game Pass again. I'll jump back in. You know, it'll happen one of these days. Um, well, uh, I, let's see. I've got my regular shows. So I've got everything going on at the Robots Radio Network. We've got a bunch of shows on the network, including my shows, which are any of the ones on the network that have lore cast in them fall or Elder Scrolls or Cyberpunk or Dungeons and Dragons. Those are all mine and uh, a few other shows as well. And I've been working on stuff during the day. So usually in the mornings at some point, I will uh, pop in my stream while I edit some stuff and I'm happy to hang out with you guys, kind of be your work buddy or even answer questions about like editing shows or just talk cyberpunk you know, or whatever is on your mind. Um, I love the company while I get, get stuff done during the day and that would be really cool. Um, also, for those of you who are creators, we've got the uh, Robots Radio Rocket Club, which is at five. We've got five shows on it now. I've got room for one more before I feel like our, our group's going to be kind of full. So if you're interested in being associated with the network but need some help starting your own podcast, it's a great way to do it. You can check out more on the robotsradio.net uh, website. Um, but yeah, a wonderful group of people starting all sorts of different shows. So, uh, go check those out and they're, they're going to all be listed on the robots radio discord when, when, once they're all launched. So you can go check those out there. All right, guys, thanks for joining me. And thank you again to you as our patrons and everybody else out there who are patrons who are helping to support the show. I would love to have you guys back again next month. We can talk about more of this or some other details uh whatever you guys want it's kind of your opportunity to bring up whatever we want to talk about and if you are already a patron or not already a patron want to join us next month then check out the patreon and you can sign up over there uh, patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast all right guys have a good rest of your week stay safe in night city we'll see you later bye I didn't I, I didn't do the middle skip thing, so now I have to hit the button multiple times. This is the actual ending. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network. Smart podcasts for interesting people. 
If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey there, my name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of the DL Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry, and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping.